This episode of a Top 3 Podcast is brought to you by the patrons of The Tube. Personal heroes of mine like Chris Nelson and many more have gone to patreon.com slash realdavejackson and supported The Tube and the podcast within, and they're getting some treats in return. You can be like them and head to patreon.com slash realdavejackson and you will be a hero of mine too. All right, let's get to the show. And uh, this... Uh, this is a top three podcast. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a top three podcast where we honor the time old tradition of listing our favorite things and arguing about it. My name is Dave Jackson, joined today by Aaron Engel. Sup? Alan Nichols. Hey, everybody. Fan favorite Bloodbath McGrath. Hello. That's all you got today, I, Bloodbath? I'm mad. I'm yeah, mad. That's how I'm feeling. Okay, fair that's enough. That's how I feel. <laughs> We're also joined today by a special guest, host of the Main Quest podcast and top three enthusiast, Keith Gasper. Hey, dude. Hey, man. What's up? That's I think that's the first time anybody's used my my full legal name. Has it? Well, my middle name, too. Yeah, it just like sounded ever. weird. I do. Yeah, get, <laughs> let's get your middle name, the make and model of your first car, and your mother's maiden name. Blood type two. Yeah, for bloodbath. That's for bloodbath. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and listen. Is that how you introduced me on your other show? It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100. <laughs> Aaron doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. He's Aaron just doesn't know yes. what the fuck he's talking about. Aaron doesn't listen to my other show. Top three. uh today we're going to be talking about the top three songs we never want to hear again and uh, this topic was brought to us by keith um, and i know bloodbath has a lot of um rage behind this topic as well so i'm looking forward to this one guys (laughs) i uh i work in i work in a bar i have i've you know been in the bar business for the last couple years and for a long time i've you know most bartenders people industry have songs that they ban on the jukebox um that's really where the question feels like it kind of originates from um there's all kinds of people that come in they play music on the jukebox sometimes they're trying to be funny and play something potentially annoying sometimes it's just a song that's popular at the moment that becomes overly annoying as time goes on or uh you know some kind of combination of those things um it just gets overplayed and you're just like i'm done and never need to hear this shit again yeah you don't really have control (laughs) over it so um it's a very uh passionate for me there's a lot of people with bad uh bad music tastes people in a bar with bad music tastes drunk people playing things that others don't want to hear i don't (laughs) i don't think so no 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 i won't believe it (laughs) so i'm guessing your top three are just a bunch of jukebox songs that drunk people constantly playing in your bar sort of see you know i kind of struggle with that I find annoying for a, a variety of different reasons. And that's why I was kind of struggling, you know, are, so like some of the songs I'm like, this is just a truly obnoxious song. And I hate it. And I to it. Some songs are ones that I actually really like, but I'm just like, I've heard it so many fucking times. Like do it again. And some songs <laughs> are, um, are kind of annoying or kind of obnoxious and like fandom destroys them. Um, and, and and sometimes you know people do this thing. It's really intentionally play a, a song because they're at a bar and they think that it's like clever. They think they're the most clever fucking person. And it's always the same songs. <laughs> I I can't remember if we Michael Bumpus 
just going to say, you know, right off the bat, and Dave, we can cut this out if it's going to be someone's pick or not. But it's like when they play like Friends in Low Places, and everyone's just like, where the whiskey? And it's like, we're at a bar. There's whiskey right now. <laughs> like, well, fuck off, you pieces of shit. <laughs> I love I love Garth Brooks. Do you guys remember Senior Prom when it was like I the was very last song? Shit. The very last, and I love Garth Brooks. The very last song they played at our very last dance before we went off into the real world was goddamn Friends in Low Places, dude. How fucking hick was Troy? And I hadn't even realized this shit, bro. That we put that to a vote. That was in the Trojan tempo. And I'm sitting there. I'm trying to get close to fucking. I'm, I'm not going to say her Blood name. But I'm gonna, say it. Yeah, yeah. Say no, it. No, say the no, name. No, say the name. No, do you know who Bastard. I went to prom with? And I'm trying we to. And then know, all of a sudden, we don't pay attention to you. <laughs> uh, I went to this prom. This is all with, new information. Doesn't matter either way. I'm trying to like fucking flex over here, dude. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, last dog. This is my this is my shot, dude. The lights are on, bro. It's like a French like Riviera type theme. We're in the Dayton Art Museum or wherever the fuck we were at, and they choose Friends in Low Places as the <laughs> last song. <laughs> Yeah, that was on my honorable mention list. I'm th- just, I'm okay. I'll chill. I'll chill. I'm okay. mad now, though. I'm, I'm real right. mad. No, now, man that that made me mad too. Like, uh, I, Who I remember voted that, for that. that was the that was the Everybody. I did not vote for anything in the Trojan tempo. Alan's <laughs> um, never voted in his life. <laughs> no, I uh, I voted in like actual elections and shit. But we all voted for dying fetus. How did we get friends? That's true. We probably did vote, vote for that dying that fetus. May have song. been a thing. Yeah, <laughs> vomiting forth the fetal embryo. <laughs> I remember. No, that was when that. I realized that that Southern Ohio didn't realize that they were still in Ohio and they weren't like Tennessee or something. Yeah. Yep. Ooh, disturbing time. Yeah, I don't think that that's uh, going to be on Michael Bumpus, but it is a good way to uh, kick off the episode with some anger for sure. And I can only imagine the just the rage that Bloodbath gets on a daily basis from the songs that people put on the jukebox. But I hope that's going to come up during your list. Uh, today. So the uh, the way the game works, if this is your first time listening to the show, we've all picked our top three songs that we never want to hear again. And uh, we're going to take turns going around number three, number two, number one, counting down from three as we do. Honorable mentions at the end and then listener top threes uh, to round out the episode. But before we get into that, um, our special guest, Keith, like I said before, Keith is the host of Main Quest Podcast, uh, which is um, a podcast that I really like. I actually just listened to the Link's Awakening episode uh, today. That was really awesome. Um, so, Keith, why don't you tell the audience of this show uh, what Main Quest is all about? Well, thank you. That was that was very nice of you to say. Uh, so here's that $20 I promised you. Yep. And... Um, I, I like the notes on on the show notes here that says explain main quest because <laughs> I have no explanation for you. I, I actually, I want to hear somebody else explain what my podcast is. All right, Alan, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so uh, Jeff here, he does a podcast every three weeks, let's say. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it covers... Uh, you know, topical issues, uh, what you can find in your in your grocery store at that period of time, uh, local farmers markets, uh, the calendar for <laughs> leaf changes in Maryland, oftentimes, um, 
Some say I have the farmer's almanac of podcasts. I was just going to say, mm-hmm. it's actually yep. just him reading the farmer's almanac. <laughs> From 1973. I mean, so, so, so check it out. Yeah, it's all out of date. I mean, it's no good if you if you need it um, for anything <laughs> at all. It's it's terrible. Don't listen to it. But but listen to it. Go and listen. Absolutely. Sorry, yes. I shouldn't have said don't listen to it. I'm a little <laughs> bit drunk already. I've pounded two cocktails. Real Alan on that peppercorns. Those peppercorns, yeah. Yeah, man, I got one of them in my nose, I think. And if you go to the Main Quest podcast looking for your Farmer's Almanac type stuff, you might find Keith and various guests talking about video games um, as Keith works through his uh, quest to replay and talk about all the games uh, from his childhood. Uh, so up to the Game Boy now. Uh, Main Quest has been going for quite a long time. Like I said, uh, Link's Awakening episode. Also recently, I was on an episode talking about Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins. That was a really good nice. time. Yeah, good stuff. You ever want to talk Super Mario RPG, Keith? Let your boy Aaron know, dude. I'm always down. Yeah, when I get there in about three years, you'll be <laughs> the first person I ask. I'll be dead. No, good point. I'll be dead. <laughs> yeah. are, you, are you going chronologically? In video games, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm going from uh, the earliest console that I started with to I don't know, probably about my mid twenties, probably. No shit. Yeah, wow, so, it's a lot That's of games. A project. It very is a very cool. slow. It is a very slow, uh, slow kind of project, I guess. I, I've had so a lot you... of fucking shit over the years. <laughs> so, so, are you aiming to hit like every game? That yeah. You played? Yeah, I have wow. an incredibly long list, uh, which my brother <laughs> my brother helped me compile it. He's uh, about nine years older than me, so he remembers a lot of stuff better than I do. So uh, he helped me with the list and everything. Are you so, sure? Yeah, it's <laughs> interesting. Are you sure he didn't just throw on a bunch of stuff? He was like, hey, you I know, know you I'm... were like three years old, but we totally played <laughs> Fester's Quest. You got to play <laughs> Yeah, you, you <laughs> loved Lemmings, bro. Yeah, a lot. Fucking loved it. Echo the Dolphin constantly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, as I have been playing them, I've kind of just been wondering if I either had really shitty taste in video games or (laughs) if my brother did, in fact, troll me. Yeah, (laughs) also correct. (laughs) I'm kind of getting out of the we like I'm pretty sure by the time this airs, I will be on the uh, Sega side of things. So I'll be talking about the Genesis. Oh, that's Alan's department. I love it. I love the Genesis. Yeah, man. you're gonna have to talk was, to Alan about that, dude. That's a great console. That. Or, or the Mega to, Drive. I would if, love if to visit for UK, a Jurassic Park. Do you do, do you do Jurassic Park on the Genesis? That's gonna be an episode. Yeah, that's a good one. That's probably my favorite Genesis game. But so I'm kind of like out of the weeds as far as like with my because that's kind of where my brother and I kind of started to separate like our taste in video games. So uh, a lot of the shit that he did end up playing. I never even touched. So, oh man, yeah, and Jurassic Park, Sonic the Hedgehog two, uh, Frank uh, Thomas, Big Hurt Baseball, um, <laughs> Bart hmm. Simpson Treehouse of Horror. Come on, I won't talk shit about Sonic on your podcast. What you don't like Sonic? Sonic <laughs> yes. was invariably better than Mario. Okay, Alan. All right. Whoa. Let's get you to bed, right. Alan. You've had a bit yeah, too much to drink. Yeah, you had uh, too many Alan's, drinks. Uh, Alan's on popcorn. <laughs> I will, I will fight all of you. I I got no problem. <laughs> Alan, Sonic, peppercorn. <laughs> Sonic is I will much fight, better than Mario. I will fight all of you if you all drive down to see me because I'm too drunk to find my keys. So I'm recently, sorry. just sorry, by super happen- Sonic. 
Anybody supersonic? No, Alex. Just okay. by happenstance, I actually played Sonic the Hedgehog for my show, and then I had to play Super Mario World for something else that I was doing, and the two aren't even comparable. I like right. you have to be on meth to you, like Sonic. You couldn't even get through Super Mario Brothers after playing <laughs> Sonic because of the vibrant colors and all of the action in Sonic. Sonic Mario, does look you're, great. I will say yeah, that. You're, uh, yeah, you're, you're jumping you're, on absolutely right on that. It does look great Mario. and the music bangs yeah. and that's uh those <laughs> those are all the nice things I have to say about Sonic. But Again, I, like, just like, I like Hubert more than either of them, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. Bugsy <laughs> Did anybody ever play Bugsy? Bubsy? You mean Bu- Bubsy? Was it, yeah, that just was it yeah. Bubsy? Nope, it doesn't matter because you already forgot. So <laughs> sure. like you, didn't, like a, you couldn't even like get a, the name right. It, it doesn't like matter. Alan on yeah. peppercorn, bro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh recommended. What's up? I was gonna say you did a much better job uh running down what my show is about. So if at any point you can just clip that and give it to me so I can oh, just yeah. paste it in. Sure. <laughs> Anytime you make a guest appearance on another podcast, you just, yeah. I have a, I have a recording of someone else explaining my podcast. I'll send it to you. Let's just skip ahead five minutes. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> I got you, buddy. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I've been a, a guest on Keith's podcast a couple of times. Uh, one time we talked about Bloodborne. The other time was uh, Mario Six Golden Coins. And then uh, for everyone listening who listens to my other show, Tales from the Backlog, Keith has been a guest on there two times talking about Earthbound and Outer Wilds. Yeah, that was it. So uh, welcome to Top 3, Keith. We're glad to have you. And I say we get into our lists. Uh, so I'm going to get us started. And uh, I'm just going to continue that conversation from earlier because Friends in Low Places was on my list. Um, I'm just going to throw it at number three and just continue that conversation because I hate that fucking song and I never want to hear it again. <laughs> worst i so like all right so that song has lyrics and shit that are about you know not being dressed up enough to conform to like high society and shit and i do personally identify with that because i like i don't like (laughs) going to nice places and wearing nice clothes however i didn't grow up in the fucking hills of tennessee i what i didn't grow up as a cattle rancher so every time people get into that i showed up in boots i'm like (laughs) shut the fuck up you grew up in the <laughs> suburbs like shut the fuck up you're I hate not wearing that song. boots right now like your house is clean like you clean your house you don't have fucking like animals going in and out shut the fuck up i hate that song never want to hear it again i fucking love garth brooks dude. i know you do i love <laughs> garth brooks i love him one of the greatest uh male entertainers to ever exist uh love I like 99. how Aaron said male entertainers, though. Just saying? You left it real open there. Just saying, you know? I think I, Garth Brooks ruined country for me, and I think that's why I never liked country. I will not wow. listen to that argument. Because wow. like, I got like 70 other people who ruined country for you, my dude. What I because was it's is... just like... It, it's <laughs> that, like no, fucking, no. It, it, he's, Keith is right. Garth Brooks ruined country for a generation. And no, Aaron, what he did was he like popularized country. Like 
Spider Man. No, I don't like. No, of Fight course him. I don't like. No, of course I don't like Chris Gaines, dude. It's like the stupidest thing he ever did. Aside from Friends in Low Places, yeah, that was like one of the first songs I ever learned as a kid. Like you know, when you're a little kid, and you're just like learning shit. Like you know, the the I, that was one of the very first songs, I, and I always was like, "You're really cool, dude. You know all the words to one song, and it's a cool song." The minute they played that at senior prom as our go out song that's when i was like i literally do not ever want to listen to this song again i'm i'm totally with you and i would not be surprised if it shows up on our uh on on our uh listener responses cuz it's just one of those songs that like if you love that song i hate you and <laughs> and i and i love garth brooks so i'll i'll leave yeah. it at that i i i I got 80 other garth brooks songs that i would much rather listen to than that i'll turn it <laughs> off if i hear it on the radio do you what? know anyone that loves that song? Dude. Yeah, dude, I grew up in Covington, bro. Like, my whole <laughs> family loves that song. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and they all oh, love man. Garth Brooks. It's, still that, that's what it is. And stuff? I mean, like, no, dude. No, man. But, like, people love that song, and that is the truth. And that's why you will accidentally hear it every once in a while. And I'm just like, at this point, I'm just trying to evade or, like, yeah, like, evade the accidental part of that like i i go out of my way if i if i'm listening to 90s country and that song comes on the minute i hear that first guitar like me i'm just like click i know what this is already so i'm with yeah. you dave hate that fucking song C- yeah. cannot deal with it anymore yeah i forgot to mention at the top of the show we're probably going to hurt some feelings with our picks here uh because uh, <laughs> music connects to a lot of emotions um and good Incredibly memories subjective. and stuff but it also connects to a lot of uh bad feelings which is why uh i went on a little rant there um, and yeah, I hate that fucking song. I'm mad thinking about it right now. I haven't heard that song in like, <laughs> I moved to Korea in 2015. I haven't heard that song since then. Thank fucking God. Uh, but I'm still mad. So anyway, that's my number three friends in low places by, uh, Garth Brooks. Aaron, what's your number three? All right. We're going to stay on a trend of musicians that I love that. I just can't <laughs> do this song anymore. My number three is going to be Fat Bottom Girls by Queen. I love yeah, that song. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. And, and here's the thing is I I even know in my head I like that song. Like I, I, I like that song. That's a that's a decent song. And I get why everybody else loves it, but I love Queen so much. I'm talking lazing on a Sunday afternoon. I'm talking the seasides of yeah. Queen. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like for sure. and <laughs> they have they have so many songs that are like radio popular that i'm like every time i hear fat bottom girls randomly i'm like why isn't this don't stop me now like why isn't this somebody to love why is it this crazy little thing called love it's fat bottom girls and i have no idea why like i feel like to me anyways that that's like probably their aside from like we will rock you and we are the champions is probably like their most pop popular song like it, it's the one bohemian that, rhapsody not at yeah you know they they got a bunch but like fat bottom girls is like like every, every when that song comes on it's like the whole bar goes nuts when that song comes like you know everybody knows all the words that's kind of like one of those th- things that like 
Queen will always have is like whenever one of their popular songs comes on, everybody knows it and everybody loves it. But I, I'm just going to be honest with you, man. Like Fat Bottom Girls is like to me a low tier Queen song. <laughs> and uh, I always get excited when Queen randomly shows up in my life somewhere. But I, it, it's always that that minute I hear that it's Fat Bottom Girls. I'm just kind of like, eh, eh, fuck it. No, I don't care anymore. So uh, I'm not going to go any more into it. Queen's my favorite band of all time. And that is like the one song I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to listen to Queen for the rest of my life, but I could totally deal with never having to listen to Fat Bottom Girls again. I just, I, I don't like it like I used to, I guess. It's not on my list and it's not even an honorable mention, but We Will Rock You gets under my skin in the worst way. Why? I'm so <laughs> tired of hearing that damn song. Why? Everywhere. It's so good though. Every. Listen, I love Queen. Don't get me wrong. I have like the same affection for for them as you, but. When it comes to a lot of their singles, I'm like, I'm done hearing these songs. It's, for life. It, 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 it's like anything from like, <laughs> like American Idiot, where you're just like, okay, I get it. <laughs> like, I, I, <laughs> I, I've heard this song way too many times. I just, I think out of all their popular songs, it's the the worst. But I, I, I can get on board with We Will Rock You. It's literally, it's in commercials. Like, right? Like, I get it. You're tired of hearing that noise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think well, any song you pick that is like one of those songs that you just hear fucking everywhere, everywhere. Like it's really easy to get to that point where you're like, okay, the rest of my life, if I never hear it again, I'll be cool. Hard disagree. Hard disagree. <laughs> I, I put it on playlists all the time. Fat bottom girls is a great song. Aaron, clearly you're exactly who we thought we were. I mean, <laughs> it is a good song. It is a good, like, dude, I, I, I don't even have like a hatred for it. I'm just like, I listen to a lot of Queen. Whenever that's on, I'm just like, nah, like I don't care anymore. I, I don't care. I listen that to a lot right. of songs where they talk about giant fat asses, bro, and that is the lowest on the totem pole of fat asses. <laughs> now that's probably true. Here, it has that same problem that I was saying with, uh, you know, friends in low places, and it's going to be like on a lot of my like songs. It's like. People play at the bar because they think they're being clever and they're sitting there going, you, you get it? She's got a big fucking ass like you, bitch. Like, you gotta like, know I'm talking about they her. Just, yeah, they just, they, just, they just think they're they think they're fucking geniuses when they play it. I'm like, you got a big ass. Uh, fuck you people, I hate it. Like, Aaron is completely right. Like, ugh, over that shit. Over it, bro. Love yeah. you, bloodbath. Yeah, I'm with you. Love you too, I'm, buddy. I'm pretty much over that too. So many wrong people in one place. And and I will terrible. say, and, and I think Aaron made a super good point at the beginning, too. Like, give me the Queen B-sides, the Queen C-sides, uh, you know, the fucking F-sides for I care. Like, the Queen, dis Queen discography uh, is super interesting. And, like, to kind of constantly be bombarded by, like, you know, the five same Queen songs all the time. Yeah. Like... Aaron, Aaron's pretty legit there. Like, you got to give him credit on that one. I listen to I a know. lot of Queen. <laughs> yeah. We know. We know. We know, buddy. Um, Alan, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is, uh, it's essentially most Beatles covers of all time. But I went with, as uh, an exemplar, I went with Come Together by Aerosmith. Joker, he just 
that's garbage. Um, so there's that. <laughs> but I like I, I I also I considered Sean Connery did a cover of In My Life. Bill Cosby did a cover of Sorry, Holy Hearts Club Band. Bill Cosby did a cover of what, Alan? Uh, he did a cover of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. <laughs> oh my God, for real? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's out no. there. It's out there. He did <laughs> an album. An album. <laughs> Link in the description, <laughs> fellow listeners. Holy <laughs> shit! It was, it was a a benefit for the Salvation Salvation Army. And, uh, they, and they lost money <laughs> because of it. Yeah, oh God, it's tough. It was a while back, but you know, he was there. I mean. Uh, Shatner did Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. I mean, there are innumerable terrible Beatles covers out there. And I'm usually, I love covers, but with this list, I went primarily covers because I like covers because they give different artists an opportunity. Artists that don't have that creative gene, but have talent uh, to make something. Alan, are you, Sorry, are you on. shitting on Synaptaf right now? Is that what you're doing? We no, were saying good. He said we were good. Right. Right. <laughs> so that's that's what I'm saying. Like we didn't have the creative G. That's all I'm saying. But it lets artists that otherwise don't have that creative gene do something beautiful with uh, a previously created tune to add their spin to it. But sometimes you have people like fucking Aerosmith. That <laughs> take an otherwise beautiful song and and wreck it or you know uh r.i.p sean connery right sean connery's <laughs> dead i think so yeah uh ruining in my life i mean it's uh <laughs> it's it's just one of those things so uh yeah check out bill cosby sergeant pepper's lowly hearts club band i guess <laughs> First off, I wrote like four songs for Sedeptaf. Okay. Like, let's get that straight real quick, Alex. That's true. Me and Aaron uh, did write Girl All the Fat Guys One. That's true. And it was very, very good, dude. That is one example. The other one has a word in it. I can't say anymore. Uh, but yeah, I'm 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 kinda I'm kinda with you on the uh I'm kinda with you on the uh covers thing, dude. Like that's the cool thing. Yeah, I, I think I don't think you're right in saying like a, a band that has talent, but no creative gene. Like there are tons of like creative artists who go out and do covers of songs, but like, without I, a doubt. but what, what I will say is like where I'm with you is like, sometimes like you hear a song that you absolutely love. And like, you realize when you hear a cover of it, that it's not like a, a different interpretation. It's more of like, Oh, they're ruining something that is perfect. Like, you know what right. I mean? They're, they're, they're changing the color on the Mona Lisa or they're, they're drawing a French beret on her head. Like, so <laughs> uh, to that degree, I get it. And for something like the Beatles, that, that means that much to you and have so many songs that can be covered. There's gotta be a, I mean, Bill Cosby did one. Just learned that tonight. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of ugly ones there. Good, yeah. good answer, dude. Gosh, I agree with, I agree with like the spirit of what Alan's saying. And I agree with what Aaron's saying. I kind of like that version of the song. Um, wow. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. Wow. I, fucking, I hate Aerosmith. So. Well, clearly, right? Clear. Um, wow. Interesting. I mean, I'm, it's not like I don't listen to that song. But like. Oh, dude, that's weird. I'm going to have to listen to it again and see if maybe I'm just not listening to it very closely. That's Oh, dude, it's it's <laughs> like not in it's not in my top five covers of come together. Hmm. That's like, that's how low it is. Like, I mean, it's 
it's low <laughs> even of covers have come together. Fair enough. I can't think of that version in my head, but I also don't like Aerosmith, so I can imagine how it could be a horrible song. Hmm. So uh, you pretty much know exactly what it sounds like. I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Bloodbath. What's your number three? Um, my number three. So again, I, I'm going to pray. I'm going to give my each one of these is a little bit of a different reasoning. So my number three is uh, "Hang On Sloopy." Dave, oh my god! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let him, let him finish. Okay. (laughs) This pick, this pick is in particular because, uh, not that the song I think is bad. I I don't think it's. I mean, it it is what it is. I don't think it's a bad song. It's definitely a um, um, novelty. I picked this song because, uh, specifically at my Huber Heights location. There's a couple that come in for every Ohio State game. They will come in <laughs> four or five hours before the game starts and they pick it. They get themselves a table and they start and they <laughs> they play Hang On Sloopy over and over and over and over. I mean, back to back for three, four or five hours till the game starts. And I want to kill them. I'm announcing it here on this podcast. Like I intend murder. Alan is my lawyer. He can vouch that it's temporary insanity, and I can't be held accountable. Nah, man, um, fry him, dude. Ohio still has a death penalty, right? It's not. It's not. Again, I don't think it's a bad song. I get the the niche. I I think it's like when I when if I heard it once a week on before Ohio state plays, like that's fine with me. I enjoy it. I it gets me in the spirit. The song does what it's supposed to do. I, I get, I get all that, but like Jesus Christ, I've heard it so many times in a row <laughs> and the lyrics are odd. Like someone pointed like, is, is this story like about like some nefarious things happening to a young woman? I don't know. It's, it's definitely not about a football team or something like that. It's, one of those weird songs where like a sports team or sports fandom just like co-opted it, even though it has nothing to do with anything really. They just got drunk and liked it one day. Yeah, they, they, they had <laughs> that exactly right what happened. The 30s, James Sloopy. And that's where it came from, dude. I have not I, thought about that. I have not thought about that song in like 30 years. <laughs> like, I was just going to ask you, that on one Keith, as so. someone who's not from Ohio, like, do you, are you even like super familiar with the song? It's hard to even register because it's like so common here. Yeah, no, I've definitely heard it before, but when he brought it up, I was just like, holy shit. Like people listen to that. Yeah. Why does he hate it so much? It's like an, it's like an unofficial fight song for Ohio state football. It's not that I, it's not that I hate it. It's just like, who remember, like who just remembered that song was like, yeah, this should just be it. (laughs) <laughs> like this should just be the song that we listen to. Yeah. And Bloodbath. For the record, we always give credit for Bloodbath when we don't know the answer. For the record, Bloodbath, I'm not mad because as much as I love Ohio State, I don't 
like, I don't love that song. And I definitely don't love hearing and singing it over and over again at football games. So like, I'm not mad. Like if I never heard hang on Sloopy again, I'd be fine. Like my Ohio state fandom would be fine. Exactly. The other song, like the, uh, the Buckeye battle cry, much better song. Carmen, Ohio, much better song for Ohio state. Hang on Sloopy, take it or leave it. Hang on Sloopy is fun to sing in the car. Is that, that on your is that on your like don't scare the school children soundtrack, Alan? It's not, but it could be. It could be. <laughs> Maybe it will next week. Maybe it'll make an appearance. Everybody <laughs> tune in, find out. All right. Uh so that was Bloodbaths number three. Hang on, Sloopy. Keith, what is your number three? So you might you might see a running theme with my list, maybe. But my number three is uh, the one that actually gave me the idea for this list uh, that I even put it up in the Discord <laughs> was Sad But True by Metallica. That is my number three. <laughs> okay. I just, man, uh, you know, I'm a big, well, I wouldn't say I'm a big Metallica fan. I love Metallica. They're they're pretty good. First four albums, fantastic. Got a couple bangers in the later years. Everything off of that self-titled album, the, the Black Album, just played to death. And I understand why. Very radio friendly songs. I get it. But holy shit, I do not ever want to hear Sad But True ever again. It's (laughs) just and I I love I love that album growing up. You know, I I listened to the shit out of it. It's incredibly digestible, you know, compared to some of their other stuff. I get it. But man, yeah, I just I do not care for Sad But True. And I guess, you know what, for that matter, the entire album. Fuck it. (laughs) Just throw (laughs) the entire album under the bus. (laughs) There we go. That's the spirit. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, that's that's weird. You say that one too. Like, I kind of I agree with you on the album. I think it's a rated album. I'm tired of every song on there, but like, <laughs> I kind of still like that one. Hmm. Yeah, from the Black Album, I would put Sad but True on like the top of the songs that I can still listen to. Like I, I, I think I'd be fine if I never heard Enter Sandman again or uh, like mm-hmm. wherever I may roam or something like that. But I still like a couple songs from that album quite a bit, like uh, The Unforgiven and uh, oh, Sad Wolf but and True. Man's pretty good too. Yeah, and it, it's just I, I don't know. I guess I haven't listened to the radio in long enough. Uh, it's to the, you know, the way it is now, like if you don't want to hear stuff from that album, like specifically if we want to talk about radio friendly things, if you don't want to hear stuff from that, you can just like not listen to the radio and you'll probably never hear it again unless you exactly. own and operate a bar, in which case you're fucked. <laughs> this is true. This This is the plight. Would you say it's sad but true, Bloodbath? It is unfortunate, <laughs> but uh, reality. Bloodbath, they pay $8 a song. He's fucking, he's fucking crying to a pile of $8 bills. $8 bills. He, $8 he, bills. He, that was the hey, debut man. Limp Biscuit album. Was it really? <laughs> That's a great album name, though. $8 bill. I don't think it was. I think it was $3 bill. 
Yeah, you're going to need to buy royalties. I'm saying, Limp Bizkit off my listen to list. Synapt needs to get back together, make an album called $8 Bill. Okay. That's what I'm saying. It's all covers of Limp Bizkit songs. Yep. Uh, and it went from three to eight dollars to reflect the rate of inflation since 1997. <laughs> Sweet land of liberty. <laughs> uh, all right, I will uh, get into my number two, um, which is this was my number three, but I moved it up. Uh, it is um, along the same lines as Hang On Sloopy. Actually, I have this because of sports uh, fandom. Uh, and sports stadiums. I never want to hear the song Seven Nation Army again. I think that's a, I think that's a really oh, good song. song it's a really good song, but every fucking too. college football stadium sings that every fucking big moment in every fucking game, and I never want to hear it again. I'm just sick this of it. This is the same reason it. why. This is the same reason why I'm sick of "We Will Rock You." Okay, yeah, yeah. I get it. They both that. played I'm, side by side at every sports game. Yep, it's. That's I'm true. just. I'm sick of it. And uh, Ohio State does it. They do it during every game. And every time I'm like, have a little fucking self-respect. Like, people, you've been doing this in the stand since I was at the university, like, 15 fucking years ago. Like, get over it. Find a new song. It's been a long time. You're going to play Who Let the Dogs Out next? Yes. (laughs) Do you just, like, ever blame yourself? For no, watching too much college football. No, dude. No, no, no absolutely no. not. Right. Alan, I'm actually like yeah. glad you asked, dude. Alan, he's a liar. Last, he's just asking questions. Bro. The time, the, yeah, the whole I was, time I lived in in Korea, answers. I watched, I watched probably three college football games a season uh, for the last mm-hmm. seven years, um, and I'm still tired of it. Every time I hear that song, <laughs> I'm sick of it. All that song three gets times me. you heard those songs. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not three times. It's like seven times a game, bro. That shit gets me fucking hyped, bro. I love that shit, dude. It like, there's so I love many. That song too. <laughs> I mean, if we're if we're if we're talking like uh, we're talking, hang on. Well, I'll, I'll say this: the Steelers' home game song is "Renegade" by Sticks, which is wild to me in the, <laughs> it, it literally makes no sense but uh i like how like some of the biggest sports anthems in my life are sticks and queen songs but no dude seven nation army gets me like i'm i'm ready but everybody love that shit i get you don't want everyone yeah. to hear it again but that song fucking smacks dude that song yeah, is so i, I never my, said it was a I bad have song that on my workout playlist yeah dude that makes tomorrow me tomorrow morning it's just tomorrow I'm, morning i'm tired of hearing an entire stadium full of people singing it out of sync and sloppy and shit i'm it's funny too it's funny too because that song is so like i i understand why sports teams and stadiums co-opted the way they do but like that you know for anyone that's like a fan of like the white stripes that's so kind of not <laughs> it makes like, no sense yeah, yeah. it's like so right ra- it's not random if you hear the song i get it but like to me as someone who understands the band and like knows so much of their other music it's like that's so weird that's so odd to me 
Who's going to be the next band to write the next, uh, you know, big sports stadium hit that, that that gets played all the time? I don't know. It's it's, it's Bruno Mars, Keith, and we all know that, dude. Dude, but like, <laughs> what was, like what's uh, the last big one that's like? Do we? Is it Seven Nation Army? Is yeah. that like the latest? I think one? it is because there's not there, cause rock <laughs> bands aren't popular anymore, and everyone everyone has thankfully not started singing like uh, the new Killers about, um, songs at stadiums. Are the Killers even still around? Do they yeah. even still? I should know yeah. that because my fucking girlfriend loves the Killers, but <laughs> they, <laughs> I they, could not I, tell you if the songs that just, she's playing is from 2007 or from 2018 because it, <laughs> it all sounds the same. I'm pretty sure they put out an album already this year. Yeah, they, so. them, and Fallout Boy are and Panic at the Disco are still going. There's still like stadium rock people. Yeah, now. did it Fallout Boy put out like a stadium sports song or some shit like ten years ago? I feel Panic like Panic did. Yeah, Panic. Dance. Well, I think they both dance, did. dance. No, not dance, dance. It was like a couple no. years ago on like all the commercials going in and out of like playoff games was oh, like a what Fallout song Boy was song. That? Uh, Dave Matthews Band had one. Champions. Champions. That's it. Yeah. And that like song that. too. I hate that fucking song too. Hate Aaron. it. Hate it. That that's the that's the big sports new hate, sports hate, anthem hate, is hate. Fallout Boy is the Gross. the champion song Gross. or whatever. We are whatever it's called. <laughs> Uh, all right. So that was my number three, uh, seven or number two, seven nation army. Um, I'm over it. Aaron, what's your number two? All right. We're going to do two straight, uh, episodes where we talk about music, where Aaron's going to talk a little bit about show tunes. Uh, my number two is, uh, seasons of love from rent. 525,600 minutes, 525,000 moments. Oh dear. 525,600 minutes. How do you measure, measure a year? Now, <laughs> I, uh, I love Rent. I, I will go out there and I will die on that hill. I think Rent is a great musical uh, with a lot of really good music in it. And I will even go so far as to say that Seasons of Love is a really good song. Little story about me and... Uh, me and uh, our friend Dave here. Uh, ju- junior year of high school, uh, we both try out for the musical. We both get big parts. We do the musical, have a lot of fun. Senior year rolls around. First play of the year. Me and Dave, we know. We got this, dude. We're going to get good parts here. Try out for this play. The worst play of all time. Dance your heart out. Uh, if you want to even Google that. Uh, but we uh, we auditioned for it, and we both got parts, but it wasn't a good part. Uh, the part that me and Dave, uh, <laughs> oh my God, this is so stupid. The part that me and Dave got is we were in the chorus at the high school dance. And because Rent was so popular at the time, they chose for us to sing Seasons of Love. Now it's Dave, a baritone, but the bass, me at tenor and two girls. Uh, I do not remember who they were, but we had to basically sing Seasons of Love. Now, for those of you who don't know what that song is from Rent, that song is about people dying of AIDS. They <laughs> sing they sing this song in an like 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 an AIDS meeting where uh, like 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 AA or something like that. So the reason this came up is because I uh, I've been listening to a little bit of Rent lately. I've been getting a little bit more into show tunes uh, in the last X amount of months or whatever. And I listened to the entire Rent soundtrack and I heard Seasons of Love and I was like. I skip, skip. I do not like, I have nothing but bad, stupid memories of that song. If you were even any 
like even kind of into like theater and shit like in that era when rent came out like rent became annoying and i for the longest time <clears throat> i wouldn't see the movie i wouldn't listen to it whatever i was just like no this is this is like too big I, I do not want any part of this everybody loves it so it has to be trash but i i eventually really did learn to like rent but that song dude i can't do it I I, 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 literally, I I literally couldn't. All I have is this flashback of me and Dave singing this song in front of our friends and family at fucking 17 years old about dying of AIDS at a high school dance in a play. <laughs> and it's just it's just so terrible. So uh, I'm done. Rent Seasons of Love. Number two. Never again. You know. Back when that happened, I was kind of mad that we didn't get better parts uh, for that play. But in hindsight, I didn't have to memorize any lines or anything. And I just got to dick so around at play practice. Yep. We had a good yep. time. Um, yep. And we got to go to the cast party and see titties. Like, it was awesome, dude. Hell yeah. Did we? I did. Okay. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that Fallout that fall Boy song that I was trying to think of is called Centuries. That's, that's uh, what it is. You just oh, like... Yeah. Unlocked, unlocked a door that had been sealed tight left. inside my brain. Thank you, Keith. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I hated that song, Seasons of Love, when we sang it in the play, and I only did it because I wanted to hang out with my friends. But if if I had the choice of like picking any other song, like any other show tune to sing, because it wasn't like like you said, we weren't in Rent. We were in a different play where they were right. just like <laughs> picking a song for us to sing from another show from another musical it could have been literally anything but instead they picked that because rent had just gotten a movie or something like that at the time i don't know it was fucking stupid but i had a good time at play practice and at the cast party probably not seeing titties but still had a good time we was at different cast parties dave i remember a lot of them uh but (laughs) what i will say is i just i when it, when it, I love show tunes. If I could pick one that like I'm just I'm fucking exhausted by one, the popularity <laughs> of Rent exhausts me. Uh, not so much anymore. But that song specifically, I'm just like, nah, can't do it. Don't even have fun listening to it. Draws literally zero emotion out. So number two, Bloodbath. What are your thoughts on Rent? <laughs> well, I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> end of actually honestly like (laughs) rent like rent uh, like the movie musical like it's okay i don't think it's like the greatest thing but i don't think it's trash by any i don't remember that song um but i do feel like most of the songs from that show are overplayed by theater kids or people that enjoy show tunes um i can't say anyone's played any of those songs at the bar um, I actually probably don't think I'd give a fuck if they did. That probably would be a nice change of pace. Um, I don't know, man. It, it's just one of those things where I, I guess it's like some of the music we talk about. Like sometimes the fandom around it gets so big, you're just like, I don't like care. This is not the greatest thing ever written. Like that is sorry. the right answer. That yeah. is the correct answer. It's kind of the same for me. But I was already on like very shaky ground with show tunes. Like I reluctantly saying them because I liked being in musicals with my friends, but I never really liked show tunes all that much. So a show tune that I don't like is, uh, yeah, poison. It's something you'll never listen to again. <laughs> yes. And I have not listened to, I have not listened to it since we performed in that fateful musical that night. Uh, but while you were going on your little, uh, rant there, I had the song like in my head, I still remember like the main melody of that song. Uh, oh, so. yeah cool that's a cool thing about my brain 
show tunes are cool and I love them. <laughs> All right. So that was Aaron's number two from Rent, uh, Seasons of Love. And Alan, you're next. Alan, what's your number two? Oh no, Alan died. <laughs> I fucking knew I, I should have started talking about I'm rent. Here. It's my fault. I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm here. My I'm dog's sorry. just being an asshole. Hang on. Now Hang my on. dog's get... talking about rent. <laughs> there are a bunch of treats. Hang on. All right. All right. Here we go. Let me find my list. All right. Yeah. My no- my number two is uh, under the war under the boardwalk by Bruce Willis. Yes, Fucking Bruce what? Willis had <laughs> what had not one but two albums. <laughs> so I told you, I had I had a really hard time coming up with songs that I never wanted to hear again because I <laughs> like uh, if I don't want to ever hear a song again, I don't ever listen to it. I don't remember it. It's just gone. It's nothing to me. Um, so I thought to myself as I was making this list. <laughs> on my treadmill this morning when i was at the gym uh what the fuck do i do with this and so i thought who would i never want to hear sing a song well bruce willis sure (laughs) not again absolutely yeah never again right (laughs) and so uh so do a little spotify research on bruce willis and turns out sang a lot of songs and uh and so under the boardwalk it was a you may know it as a Rolling Stones song. It was uh, released on a Rolling Stones album. It was, it's been covered by a hundred people um, since it was written. Uh, but Bruce Willis's is particularly terrible. So go ahead and and give it a listen if you're in for a bad time. Um, but yeah, that's my number two. Bruce Willis apparently sang songs under the boardwalk. That's a really bad one of his. I I really like how you're attacking this list. Like we're all be like like we're giving reasons. Like you know, Al just like no, this song is bad. Like this song is poisonous, and I do not want anything to do with it anymore. That's that's a very funny way to approach the list, dude. Like no, this want, is objectively awful. I want to amend my number three to "Be a Man" by Macho Man Randy Savage. That's <laughs> just because that is a song that nobody should are. have to hear. Now, ten out of ten yeah. song, Keith. I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Wait, is that, is that actually real? <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, it's just it's just a. I think the entire album is just a, a diss to uh, Hulk Hulk Hogan, which I mean, I, mean, I get. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a, a diss on Hulk Hogan. I'm in for that. Alan, can you describe for me what Bruce Willis's singing voice is like? Because I cannot imagine it. <laughs> I Alan, would sing I, under the boardwalk for us. <laughs> I would. Uh, I would describe it as exactly what you think it is. Um, that's, that's probably how I can best describe it. it sounds great it's in my n- head. He's so, not. He's not talking. It's not like a a William Shatner thing or Sean Connery did the same thing within my life. Um, where they just do the the voiceover sort of thing. But Bruce Willis tries to sing, 
Uh, it's a, a, it came out in like 1980 something, uh, which makes sense. And it sounds like it came out in 1980 something. So I, I feel like that's probably enough to get you going. Uh, let you know if you're interested in listening to it. It's on Spotify. Both both of his albums are. Give them. I mean, don't, but give them a listen if you really hey, have a lot I'm of time on your say, hands. <laughs> I'm just gonna say I have the Return of Bruno on because of course you do. I got it course, from my dad. Of course he does. Uh, you got it I for your dad, and he gave it back to you. No, he. I took it from him. Like he gave me his records that one. I took. So, uh, Oof. I haven't listened to it, but like there's a commercial and, and that's one of the songs on there. It's for, uh, it's for, um, Seagram seven. That was like, that was like his job before he like made Die Hard. He made like commercials and sang in them and stuff like that. He's like, it's like blue. It's like the real cheesy eighties blues rock. He doesn't I sound. I would not term this blues rock. <laughs> that not, maybe not that song, but his other ones are like, he plays harmonica. I don't know, dude. Like, it's not, it's not like god awful. I don't want to listen to it, but like, it's like, like Bruce Willis can relatively. Have you heard sing. the song? Not the one you're talking about. His other album. So, how are you saying that it's not awful? <laughs> no, I, not not that song. I meant like Bruce Willis has a singer. Oh, okay. So something completely different than what we're talking about. Yeah, just to be, <laughs> just to be yeah. clear. No, I, I, I asked what his... Uh... Thank you. I was answering Dave's question. Yeah, because I asked what Bruce Willis's singing voice is like. And I answered it for you. It's exactly what you think it sounds <laughs> and like. And you it's didn't awful. trust Alan. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, I, I feel like we... I feel like a potential future episode of the show is like top three uh songs by actors you know like that are not actual yeah. singers like christopher All lee shatner and yeah william That's shatner so christopher yeah, lee's metal band jared leto you shut the fuck up you shut the fuck up right now <laughs> like the bars oh this was america i don't remember the band's name there's a 30 seconds to mars song i really like so anyway all right uh so that was alan's number two bruce willis yeah all right bloodbath what's your number two uh my number two is uh bees in the trap by cardi b Shit, and they ain't saying nothing. A hundred motherfuckers can't tell me nothing. I bees in the trap, beat bees in the trap. I bees in the trap, beat bees in the trap. Bitches ain't shit, and they ain't saying nothing. A hundred motherfuckers can't tell me nothing. I bees in the trap, beat bees in the trap. I bees in the trap, beat bees in the trap. Man, I'm busy. Uh, it was. <laughs> 2016 2017 and that song came out and i heard it so many fucking times in the bar i wanted to kill myself uh as a sorry to my ex-wife who would constantly play that song every chance she got and sing the lyrics drunkenly as loud as she could with all of her friends i can't stand it i don't like cardi b aaron stop I don't like Cardi B. <laughs> She's annoying. Her that music, her the music is produced really shitty, shittily. 
Like, it's just an obnoxious fucking song on every fucking level. I'm so not into it. Um, <laughs> it's just, like, it's grating. Like, not even for the fact that I've heard it 10,000 times, but, like, the song itself, I think, is just, like, a grating song. I don't understand why people listen to it. What are the words to that song? <laughs> it's like, bees in the trap. But, like, bees in the trap. Beat bees in the trap. Fuck you. You know what? I kind of <laughs> like that. I love it. But only when Bloodbath it. does it. Yeah, I mm. like Bloodbath's cover of it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm with you, man. Cardi B's fucking annoying. And if I had to listen yep. to uh, any Cardi B song repeatedly, I would probably a- be angry, too. It's it's one of those songs. It's one. There's way less substance to like musically her her persona. Her persona is like how her and it's i think a false equivalency that like they're there like i sort of understand you know people like billy eilish and i think again she's a very like um crafted um marketed like like there's obviously a huge team behind her marketing her as a persona but like i would say she's still got real talent and like there's a lot of like really good songs so like it's it's kind of whatever, but like I feel like Hardy B is such the opposite. Yeah, I can oh, get behind. Oh, she's that. awful. Yeah, yeah she's, she's the worst. The worst. I, yeah, she's terrible. Good. Well, I'm glad we can all agree on. That. <laughs> <laughs> we really went at the Queen Bee tonight, dude. Yeah. Got to suck, dude. Isolated a huge part of our fan base. Looking <laughs> at right. you, yeah. Scotland. That's right. <laughs> the the Cardi B top three podcast crossover audience is fuming right now. <laughs> They're at the keyboards, bro. They're clicking away, dude. Yeah. Send all complaints to the main quest podcast on Twitter. <laughs> but if you could have said Cardi B's and then not finished your sentence, that's I would true. Have been like, that's true. I'm on board. Yeah. Yep. I'm in. Yeah. I, I also hate yeah, it. No We're all about Nikki on this podcast, man. Right. I mean, yeah, that's right. Ah, <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, Keith, what's your number two? Well, let me take you back to 2001, <laughs> where spiked frosted tips were still somehow a thing. <laughs> Jinko jeans and, uh, you know, chain wallets were, were of the fashion. <laughs> My number two is Bodies by Drowning Pool. <laughs> Bro, I love that song. <laughs> this is, you know what? This also might be another, like one of those songs that you would hear at a sports. I know they play this oh, yeah. at American Family Field when I when I go to a Brewers game. Yeah, they for sure play this. It's like just, man. I okay. So for anybody who who doesn't know me, which is most of you, I am a huge metalhead. And even when this song came out, I I was into it for maybe about a week, but it's like the lowest common denominator type of metal where it's like, mm-hmm. very yeah, I agree. Like, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> 
it is just like obviously very direct into the point. I mean, he says, let the bodies hit the floor like 40 times in the span of two minutes. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> all right. Okay, cool. And then on top of that, like every, every like action or horror movie to come out within like the next eight years had this song on the soundtrack. <laughs> it's just like, it's, 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 it's like the cringiest example of if somebody is like, yeah, I listen to metal and then they turn this on and it's just like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess technically you're technically. not wrong, <laughs> but holy shit, this is the cringiest thing you could ever turn on. If you're like sitting in the car with somebody and you totally get into it, it's like, I'm leaving you on the side of the road, dude. I'm sorry. You got to walk. <laughs> I, you you cannot be in the car with me right now. Uh, I like that song a lot too, but I cannot disagree with anything you just said. I mean, I like a lot of metal that is that has a lot more going on with it, but I also like that shitty like pro wrestling. This is state metal fair metal. Too. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Fair metal. I like that song a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that's a good example. Like, yeah, state fair metal. <laughs> state fair metal. <laughs> high high school talent show metal, dude. This is right. like this. This is like the band. Like your friends go to go drag you to, and then it's like you're sitting there, and you're kind of enjoying it. And you're like, ah, oh, I kind of want a corn dog or something. And, just kinda, <laughs> and they're still you're just kind of listening to them as you're waiting in line in the back. Like, yeah. why have they played bodies three times in a row? <laughs> oh man now we alienated the corn dog fans too i mean this is just getting out of <laughs> we all mad we're all mad no it's not corn dog's fault it's the band's fault um no, i was fair. i was all gonna right. say like i didn't like this song when it first came out but i went to karaoke at the rack in columbus shout out to the rack karaoke in columbus um and some dude sang this song and he fucking crushed all of it like even the like like harsh like vocals singing. too like the the throat growl shit he did that and he crushed it and i was like okay buddy like someone just sang friends in low places five minutes ago and now you're just like destroying <laughs> this song that's cool uh but and then from then on i was like you know what i can listen to that song i i dig it thank you random guy at the rack karaoke in columbus <laughs> no that's cool like i hate metal because i i hate the singing but like when you hear that shit you're like i can never i could never dude bloodbath how's that song go again <laughs> let the bodies hit the floor oh. let the bodies hit the floor 13 out of 10 no notes dude good job so well, i do want to say one thing uh i agree with keith however i also do that silliness factor does kind of make it I don't, i'm not saying i like the song but like okay like keith you were like you know it's using every like cheesy horror movie for like the next in the trailers or on the soundtrack a couple of years. true yeah. however it went it worked its best when it was like for jason x like jason outer space <laughs> and they had like perf like that almost made the song like good again i was like okay like these guys know what's up also too disturbed is a bad band but like if you like that kind of sound you should check out sepultura that's more um that's like a better version of the band that's all i was gonna say yes Wait, did you just compare Disturbed yeah. and Sepultura? Like, at this, <laughs> like, this is not even comparable. What the Keith, fuck? Keith, we'll, <laughs> we'll fix this. A better, version, we'll fix of, this a better version of this particular song with some of the Sepultura songs that I like. I, I can get behind yes. that. Continue. Okay, whatever. 
your reenactment of the song made me think made me realize that there should be there isn't but there should be a richard cheese version of this song that would be That's great. What I was i'm actually surprised too. there's not dude i'm i'm just like what disturbed song sounds like a sepultura song except for like when David Draymond's trying to pretend he's from some Brazilian tribe with whatever fucking well, barking guess, he's doing. I guess, I guess that's more of his, his vocal style is reminiscent. I felt like there is whatever that they, that album, they, that album that Sepultura did in the early nineties that, um, I don't know that something about that vocal style. I feel as what emulate a little bit, maybe not so much. I don't know. I'm fuck disturbed. I don't know. I was saying that this song, know. Bodies by Drowning Pool, that that was the one that reminded me. I'm not disturbed. Uh, I, oh, was, shit. I was thinking of something. Oh, God damn. I'm thinking of something else. Fuck. There's a disturbed song that's going to come up later, and uh, I can't wait yeah. to shit on that song. <laughs> okay. Oh, dude. All right. All right. All right. Let's cut this out. Let's go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Keep it in. Who was that? Was that Keith? Your number two? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Bodies oh, he's by so Drowning mad. Pool. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. My number one, uh, which is the first song that came to mind uh, when this topic came up, uh, and I I posed this as a Michael Bumpus candidate because I I thought that we all kind of have similar worldviews here on this podcast, but uh, I got shot down. My number one is "All I Want for Christmas" by Mariah Carey. And it's a classic example of a song that I think is really good. And I have just heard it 200 too many times. And I I never want to hear it again. Uh, Every time I hear that song, I like it a little bit less. um, And I started out really liking it. Uh, But I'm over it. And I want to hear that Wham! song at Christmas time instead. (laughs) Or that weird uh, Christmas song by Slade. so here it is. Merry Christmas. That's for the British listeners. All that thousand songs, of you. <laughs> that, that Twisted Sister Christmas album. Yes. Uh, what Dave is referring to is he said that and I was the only one who was like, no, I love that song. So I, I'm but not going to hate Bath and I mean, Alan didn't respond. So I know she has more number one hit singles than the Beatles, dude. It's real hard to hate on her. <laughs> she uh, so. I don't hate that song in and of itself. It gets played way too much, and I'll even I'll even go. I don't even think so much that I like during the month of December that I don't I don't mind so much hearing it. I don't really feel like I hear it a lot. What irritates me is like um, I'm gonna hear it like next week, like the end of October. <laughs> they're gonna start playing it. Like fuck off. Um, also, two fun fact: uh, Mariah Carey grunge album that she's never released but they're thinking about releasing it apparently it's oh. fucking phenomenal yeah mariah of course carey, it is <laughs> mariah carey huge huge grunge fan like apparently it's like a very like heavy alice in chains uh sound garden sounding album and apparently it's fucking great 
someone to put that She's out She's the best singer recorded in the history it, Recorded of it for fun in the 90s. I, I love me some Christmas music, man. I just love it. I was going through like holiday music, like trying to find something I hated because I was like, this is a cool angle I could take. But like, I love Christmas music and I love Mariah Carey. So it's hard for me to be like, nah, I, 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 I when I hear that song, I'm just like, mm, I'm like, I'm gonna go put on my elf shoes, dude. You know what I mean? This is where I find out Aaron has a secret Santa Claus fetish. <laughs> Ain't no secret. <laughs> oh, you got Alan. You got him. I got, I got him, dude. <laughs> Uh, so am I alone fuck. here? Am I alone here and never wanting to hear this song again? I think you are. Damn. I, honestly, like, I mean, it's a solid song. It, I never said it's a bad okay, song. Look, it's a solid. It's a solid song as far as Christmas songs go. I'm not generally a fan of Christmas songs, but you know, I stay away from right, Christmas Eric. songs as much as possible. So smart. Ditto. Bloodbath. Will you sing it for Keith real quick, dude? Please. Yeah, maybe jog my memory. Maybe I have heard it and I just didn't yeah. know what it was called. All I want for Christmas is you. I don't want no... I don't know the lyrics, man. I know the melody. Fuck. I don't Baby want singing. a I, I, lot for that's Christmas. That's pretty much what it is. This is all <laughs> I'm asking for. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> I just like that build of that... Yes, that part's great. I love it. And then when she starts singing and... Yeah, then, I mean, she's a great singer, but once once that buildup on the piano is over, I'm done. I don't want to hear it. I suppose I said over. I don't want to hear the whole song, though, so, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> all Christmas music is the same. It all runs together for me. <laughs> Outside of Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. <laughs> In that Twisted Sister Christmas album. And the, and the yeah. Twisted Sister Christmas album. You're right, Dave. You're right. Still in the league. What? What? <laughs> Still in the league. It wasn't funny. I don't know. I was thinking about D. Snyder. I don't know. He's alive. Yes, yeah, D. Snyder is still yeah. alive. It's still cool. <laughs> is that what you say when someone's still alive? Still how did league? How did Bloodbath not laugh at that? Bloodbath's my <laughs> laugh for sure guy. Okay, whatever. All right, Aaron, what's your number one? <laughs> this is so stupid. All right, my number one is going to be Tiny Tim's Tiptoe Through the Tulips. <laughs> Tiptoe through the window, by the window, that's where I'll be. Come tiptoe through the tulips with me. Damn it, you're so weird. <laughs> I thought for sure Bloodbath would be coming with the obscure weird shit, but nope, not this time. <laughs> oh, dude. Go ahead. I was trying so hard to like hold that pause, and you just kept laughing. No, I'm laughing. Objectively, really cool song. We can all agree that. That one's great. Two two reasons uh firstly the least important reason 
I play ukulele, dude. And like when I tell people that, they're like, oh, I bet you can play tiptoes through the tulips. I'm like, <laughs> I, 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 I can't sing that. Like, no, of course I don't know that song. The reason I do not ever want to hear that song again is uh, because of the movie Insidious. Did anybody here see the movie Insidious? Does anybody know what I'm talking about <laughs> oh, at all? Keith, did you I see know that? what you're talking you're about now. Yeah. yeah, I'm reading the lyrics to the song, and it's like kind, kind of, of casual, fucking kind of casual rape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So huh. the the movie. So I am not like movies don't scare me. They don't. I've seen like. 800,000 movies that are supposed to be scary. Is this the scene where she's doing the laundry? But he's very into casual rape. So this is is the whole thing about it is uh, there in yes, that that scene where she's doing the laundry is fucked. I went back and watched this scene like two days ago just to make sure I was dude that Insidious is such a scary fucking movie. Like that movie is unsettling and tiptoe through the tulips is in that part. Uh, and then also throughout the rest of the movie in like weird little ways, but insidious scared me like a lot. And I, I do not get unsettled by movies. I, I, I do not get freaked out or creeped out. I can watch them on my own in the dark with whatever. And I'm cool. Insidious low key like touched a part of me that I did not know existed. That movie <laughs> fucked me up. That movie was horrifying. Uh, and the main bad guy, the ghost or the demon or the evil spirit or whatever, whenever he was around, they would Darth play this. Maul. Yeah, but yes, dude. Yeah, he looks. He looks like Darth Maul. No, he does. He looks like Darth Maul. Uh, does he but, have a lightsaber? I don't, bro. It's. You gotta you gotta watch Insidious, but when whenever this character is supposed, you know, they your TV shows, your movies, you all have like character themes. When a character comes on the screen, they play this music in the background. Tiptoe through the tulips is the bad guy theme in this movie, and the way they use that song just like touched a part of me I didn't know existed. Like it really like some of those scenes in that movie are are absolutely terrifying, and that song is playing in like eighty percent of them, dude. So uh, it's a good song, but like when I'm thinking like every time I hear that song i don't think oh this is the cute guy on the johnny carson show that people in the (laughs) 60s were fucking clapping for and ha 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 when i think of that song i think of that fucking movie that movie was is fucking terrifying dude so uh number one tiptoe through the tulips alan insidious is definitely a star wars movie you should totally watch it (laughs) (laughs) It, 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 it's pretty freaky dude and it's hard for me to admit that something scares me that movie like it's uh it's a good movie you know, I like James Wan to a point, but it, like his movies always start out really good and then they kind of just lose the thread. And I think that's the case with Insidious. Like I love Insidious because they do that thing where, you know, the the couple, the, this unassuming couple. Move into a new house. Li- yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. I love that, dude. I love Thanks. that. Just in this Thanks. house, it, it, it's, it gets haunted. And then they're like, fuck this. Let's move. And they move within like the first 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. It follows like, them. Yep. Yeah. You don't see that in like a lot of horror movies. They're just like, no, we live here. We're going to stick here. It's like, no, get the fuck out. <laughs> like what yeah. are you doing? And, and follows them. And so does that goddamn song, dude. It gives me fucking chills, bro. For real. Like I cannot enjoy that song. Even if I wanted to, I'm, I'm telling you, just go and type into YouTube insidious tiptoe tiptoe through the tulips they're going to show you that scene of that lady doing laundry in that movie and it is chilling watching on my phone at work with nine people around like it it is it is disturbing dude so yeah so i i I had to put it up there because it was a song i liked 
that I listened to it in a context that I didn't expect to hear it in. And it completely changed what that song was to me. Like to me, that is always going to be creepy no matter I'm what. I'm watching a, a, a music video of like the guy t- of tiny Tim actually performing the song. And he kind of looks like Satan himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, he's also creepy. The, the whole vibe is off with that song now forever. And if you go back and you watch those, you know, late show 19s that you could see, you're like, Oh, that dude wears a cape and plays ukulele. This dude is scary bro <laughs> oh yeah no he's not right he's definitely <laughs> not right if he's wearing it wearing a cape and playing ukulele no, that's a cursed combination for sure that movie that movie is so fucked. I'm, I'm done talking about it but that movie is one of the uh, that movie scared me dude it just scared me yeah that's fair enough i've never seen it but uh, thanks to you, I, well, I wasn't going to watch it, but thanks to you, I yeah, definitely won't watch definitely it. Won't ever <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So that was Aaron's number one, Tiptoe Through the Tulips. Uh, when you first said that, I was really wondering where you were going with that, but that all makes sense. Um, so, Alan, what's your number one? Uh, my number one is uh, by the jam band Fish. Uh, <laughs> And it's getting jiggy with with it. With the handsome kid, singing cigar from Cuba, Cuba. I just bought it. It's for the look. I don't like it. It went to Amel Hansky Morgan. Give it up, jiggy, make it feel like foreplay. Yo, my cardio's infinite. Ha ha. My weaving style's all in it. Get jiggy with it. Get jiggy with it. Uh, I don't know if anybody's ever heard their version of getting jiggy with, but it is, it is hot garbage. (laughs) Um, Not hard to imagine. I'll just say that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so like like I said, I had a hard time with this one because I don't generally keep music that I don't enjoy. Um, I'm not like Dave. I'm not an animal. I don't have a 75,000 song playlist on Spotify mm-hmm. that has everything that I've ever listened to on mm-hmm. it. Um, and if something is bad, I just get rid of it. <laughs> and so uh, this is another one that I looked up. Another cover of a song that I I enjoy. Uh, and And it's very, very bad. So everybody go out give fish a listen uh because they're generally enjoyable uh however not their cover of getting jiggy with it that's my number one nice i have never heard that before (laughs) i have to check it out out of morbid curiosity um (laughs) God, what an interesting like song to cover too. It's from their uh Live at the Hamptons or Hamptons Come Alive, whatever the fuck yeah. they named that random live album. Um but yeah, no, it's it's out there. That's a they sold it. People bought it. It's crazy. Oof. Yeah. People paid like actual money for it. Not just not just to go see it live, which they did, but also to buy it on like like an album like people wanted Ooh. it in their hands they wanted to own it <laughs> so i was shocked just like all of you but yeah no 
give give it a go. And it's it's only like two and a half minutes long or something like that. Yeah, the oh I don't, the reason I I'm kind of like I'm just dumbfounded over here. I cannot in my head imagine what that sounds like. But the fragments that are like being formed in my head, they're not good. I'll tell you that much. Uh, none of it's good. None of it's good. I'll tell you. I'll tell you that none of it's good. <laughs> well, most fish fans are going to be too high to even care how good it is. Mm-hmm. Right. They just filled two and a half minutes of dead space. Right. I mean, right. that's that's all yeah. they were looking to do with this song. Yeah. But then they put it on an album. I I don't know why how this made it onto an album. Right. That's got a. That's my real question. They were really confident. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. No, they that's, were. They that's were. that Will Smith money, bro. What are you talking about? Yeah, capitalizing on all that Will Smith nostalgia that people have. Yeah, I actually don't know when it came out because they were they were big before Will Smith. But, <laughs> what if it? What know? if it was their song and Will Smith just copied them? Let's go with that. It's still terrible. Best cover of all time by Will Smith. Then I'm gonna have to. Yeah, has anyone covered a Will Smith song other than that? Are there covers of Wild Wild West floating around out there? Bro, I tried to learn there Wild Wild West on my ukulele after Cartman did it in that South Park episode. I was like, you could learn that on ukulele and probably get like a serious amount of women with this. Uh, and <laughs> could, could, not, could not find it. Could not find it. All right, fair yeah, enough. No covers. No covers of Wild Wild West. Wait, wait. William Shatner did one. Yeah, look at it. Look at it. Use the Neptaf. Look at it. You. That's true. We probably uh, should wookie, have. Wookie. Wow. Well, several people. There. So the countdown singers. I don't know who that is. Bad influence. Also, no idea. Buffalo chips, which I think means poop, as far as cattle's concerned. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is correct, Alan. That is absolutely and scatter right. tones. Um. None of which, which is acapella. Actually, I love two of of these are acapellas. So you know, you got that going. Kill it. That's. Would you rather listen to an acapella version of "Getting Jiggy with It" or the fish version? (laughs) The regular acapella. Acapella, one hundred percent. Same, same, same. I gotta see how they do it. All right, at least uh, once. Let's get the pentatonics on this. I I know this. So that was Alan's number one, uh, getting jiggy with it by Fish, which uh, just that's so, that sounds so weird to say it together. It, hurts. Yeah. it sounds horrible. Yeah, bad. Uh, that's why it's my number one. Well, I fair enough, to Alan. You I know how this. You know today, how top threes guys. work. <laughs> today, did it? Did that come up just like, did you hear it because you listened to other jam bands and it just like came up on a, a playlist or something or like a a discovered Spotify playlist or whatever? He heard a local band play it at a state fair after somebody performed Bodies by Johnny Pool. <laughs> Wait in line for a corn dog. My thought is Alan Googled worst covers of all time and listened to like nine songs. And he's like, I got it. There may be. <laughs> There may be a list out there of worst covers of all time that includes all of these. Yeah. Probably is. I may have put it there. You don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, there is now for sure. All right. So that was Alan's number one. Uh, getting jiggy with it by Fish. Bloodbath, what's your number one? All right. My number one is cover of Sound of uh, Silence by Disturbed. 
Yes, thank you, Bloodbath. And in the naked light I saw Ten thousand people, maybe so fucking terrible like <laughs> my god like atrocities committed against humankind like this is up there like holocaust then this like let alone like okay, right, here we go <laughs> we're gonna beat him right we beat first Darren. we're gonna beat him right first- First off, first off, it's the it's the tail end of this trend that start happening where shitty new metal bands kept covering classic rock songs. It was so fucking obnoxious. Um, a- like Alien when, Farm. No, Is Sound of Silence a classic rock no. song? Yeah, you hear Simon yeah. and Garfunkel yeah. on classic rock radio. Hold on, yeah. this is this is part Simon of and my... Garfunkel is classic rock. I don't think of him as classic rock. All right, let uh, let, let is, that talk. This is Go part on. of my. That's part of my point, though, Alan. Like it started out like you guys remember when Godsmack covered um, Led Zeppelin. Yes, yes, they covered "Good Times, Bad Times" by Led Zeppelin, and then what? Um, Yes. <laughs> um, and then uh, there was a bunch of other, a bunch of covering them and like Aerosmith and someone else. And then it's like this disturbed song comes out, and it's, again, it's like, okay, you're stretching. Now you're really fucking stretching. Like you guys are all fucking covering a pseudo obscure classic rock adjacent song, and it just it like it sounds terrible. It is the most like slow depressing sounding like 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 downbeat fucking song ever like the it has none of the charm of the original has none of the grace it's just like this you know okay the lead singer has like some vocal ability so like let's just let him make sound for like 10 minutes wait what was that (laughs) i thought he floated away for a second It comes now in in <laughs> the defense of the people of the greater Dayton and Troy areas. <laughs> nobody plays this song on the fucking jukebox. It comes on one of the serious stations five or ten of times course. a day. No one is intentionally playing this except for the fuckers on like that program Octane on Sirius. Like, go fuck yourselves. This song is so fucking annoying. I hate it i fucking hate it yeah well if i like remember right around that time like people were actually getting sick of disturbed and you want to talk about confidence with fish this was like (laughs) somehow a hit for disturbed and then they continued to like do these like semi-obscure covers like 
four more times since then. Like they've covered other fucking songs too, and they're also terrible. Yeah. Oh, it, it's it's they're always a very it's always funny, very dreary, and they're always like very like self serious songs. Like "Sound of Silence" by Simon Garfunkel is like a decent song, but like it it's like. It's a novelty from, like, the fact that Disturbed is covering it, it's, like, a novelty in and of itself. And it it's, like, that's, like, the marketability of the song. It's fucking obnoxious. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. This, dude, when this song came out, it, maybe people weren't playing it on the jukebox, but I can't tell you how many people were, like, sharing it on social media, just being, like, this is the deepest fucking vocal performance I've ever seen. Like this, can you imagine the pain behind this man? And I was like, what? Like, is this the first time you've heard someone sing a sad song before? Like, come the fuck on. I do. Yeah. I totally agree. Like, yes, the vocalist has some talent. I knew that before. Like, he's not a bad vocalist. Everyone, I mean, if you well. don't like Disturbed or not, like I always <laughs> thought he was fine, but the fact that he can sing clean vocals and not yell like makes this suddenly like the deepest performance you've ever seen. Like, yeah, get over it. Like, come on, listen to the original. Like it's the same people that listened to bodies and were like, man, yeah, this is metal. And then they, they came to disturbed and heard, heard a, a man sing for the first time. and was like, wow, this is real emotional. Yeah. Like this is, this is awakening emotions deep inside me. Like I I never knew that people could have darkness inside of them before. I just, I don't know what to do with these feelings. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I guess I'm going to, I guess I'm going to take the chain off my wallet and just have a regular wallet. (laughs) But you'll keep your Jenkos, right? End of an era. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, God forbid you ever listen to like Van Morrison. Or, you know, no, I mean, like, for real, like, if you're talking about, like, are you talking, like, I mean, you know, and again, in this vein, it's like, you know, uh, Soundgarden, Blow Up the Outside World, like, that's, like, a great vocal performance by a man that's not, like, full of fucking cheese and just (laughs) this, I don't know, just... Didn't we just talk about Queen and Freddie Mercury for, like, 20 minutes? We're not going to mention... Freddie yeah, Mercury, if queen, we're talking yeah, about great vocal, vocal performances, I mean... Wait, I, I want to know more about this man full of cheese. Freddie Mercury was full <laughs> of a lot of cheese. Hard to stand up with that, for real. <laughs> yeah, but I hate this song, too. This is a great pick. Um, it's going to be mentioned again later. I was glad to see it, but I'm glad you brought it up so we could have a full talk, because uh, I hated this uh, from the first time I heard it. It just, yeah. All of the re- and you're you're totally right about the the novelty of it. It's it's the exact same as like when Richard Cheese does a cover of Down with the Sickness, and you're like, oh, this is funny because this isn't how the song normally sounds. But Richard Cheese is actually like very good at that style. Richard Cheese, yeah, like, dude, like Dick Cheese, yeah, Dick Cheese. He's a he's he is a man <laughs> full of cheese. Now you want to talk about men no, full of cheese. There is no way. Yeah, that's his name. He does. Yeah. Uh, he does like Vegas does, like, lounge style covers. covers. Yeah, of of popular what songs. What an unfortunate name he has. It's not his it's, real it's name. Not his real name. Not his real name. I hope he it's his real name. He picked Dick Cheese. He picked name. it. Yeah, and his band is called oh. Lounge Against the Machine. 
And he goes by Dick Cheese. Dick Cheese. That's right. right. Sounds like top three Dick Cheese songs on the show sometime. Yeah. I'm going to listen to Dick Cheese tomorrow morning for sure. Yeah, dude. Yeah, get that Dick Cheese in your ears, man. Yeah, Mm -hmm. get it all up Mm -hmm. in my ears. Good for you. Yep. Little Dick Cheese Mm -hmm. on the commute helps with your Tuesday morning. Good for stamina. (laughs) Good for stamina. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that was Bloodbaths number one, Sound of Silence by Disturbed. Keith, what is your number one? Oh, man. I feel like I'm going to get castrated for this one. My number one is Santeria by Sublime. I don't practice. heard the song love that song oh yeah love it only only a thousand times solid song (laughs) okay yeah we've heard it yeah we are not on the same page kind of what i thought um yeah man i fucking hate this song this is like if milwaukee had an anthem (laughs) this is this would be it it's your it's your hang (laughs) literally yes yes this is playing all the like every time I think about this song it's just I visualize riding down Oakland Avenue on the east side of Milwaukee and it's just playing out of every apartment building and car on the street and it's just (laughs) insufferable all of the parties that I would go to where there'd be like some white dude with like shitty dreads and like a Bob Marley poster who doesn't even listen to Bob Marley because like reggae reggae is actually just a little too like culturally harsh for them. So they listen to sublime instead because at least it has white people in it. Like, yeah, that, that, too. <laughs> that, is, that is Santeria for me. And it is played all the time everywhere in milwaukee and i fucking cannot stand it i hate it so much this song does nothing for society i don't know why it exists i don't know i I liked it when i was like seven and then (laughs) by the time i was eight i was like i don't want to hear the song anymore (laughs) this was also also like an anthem of every party i went to in college for sure yeah yeah and 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 every like live performance you go to of some college band who does like covers and shit they always play this song i i guess i have bodies yeah yeah right (laughs) like well i i love sublime and i actually love santeria and i think like if i had heard it to that you know i didn't grow up in milwaukee uh, but like if I had heard it to that degree, I can see where it could also be annoying, but I, I fucking, I, I love Santeria, dude. I, I love that song. It's, you know, if you take the popularity out of it and you just listen to that album again for the first time, I, I, I bet Santeria is like, you know, I bet most people would say like, oh, that's the best song on that album. So I, I, I don't know. I, I love that song, but I get hearing something so much that you're like, nah, fuck it. That's why I yeah. hate trains, dude. See them every goddamn day. <laughs> S- sublime isn't even like a good ska band 
No, I agree. I, I agree with you. And I love ska, bro. Like, yeah. but there, there, there are parts of, uh, you know, there, there are a lot of different things, you know, I, I like sublime personally. So many people that I met in college, uh, who, like you said, Keith has like the shittiest dreadlocks and a fucking like Shea Guevara t-shirt on or something like, you know, you gotta, listen to bro. you gotta listen to sublime. Like they're just, they're so fucking cool, dude. And I'm like, all right. No, he's right. It's it's reggae for rich white people. Like I get that point, like straight up. <laughs> but they're great. I love Sublime. I, I don't I don't mind the song, but I totally get what you're coming from. Uh I if you would have asked me, Dave, what do you think the uh song, the representative song of Milwaukee is, I would not have said Santeria. Friends in low places. Definitely something with cheese. Uh, <laughs> the Laverne and Shirley theme song. Yes, correct. <laughs> Bloodbath. That is Bloodbath is right. He's right. It's time for a new one. That's that's so weird that you picked that one because I I sort of I oddly agree with you, but I kind of disagree. Like I I hate again. I think it's a song that's destroyed by fandom. And I hate people who make sublime their personality. Um, I find that super annoying, especially in like, you know, 2022. Um, oddly enough, I like the song Santeria. I've kind of like for a long time, I was like super not a sublime fan, despite liking that song. I, cause, I, cause a lot of the read, a lot of things that you brought up, Keith, but like more recently, um, I've gotten more into their music, but like songs like Bad Fish and things like that. Like, Santeria is like kind of on the back burner for me. So, I mean, I, I, I get where you're coming from. I don't know. It's overplayed. And I do agree too. Like there's something about like, there is something about a bunch of white guys playing in a college dorm, a bunch of guitars, <laughs> Santeria that just like, I don't know. It, 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 there is a certain level of like grading that that brings about that is hard to. The other song that was going to be and it's not even on any of my honorable mentions that could actually be in the running for like an anthem for milwaukee is blister in the sun by violent femmes but man i just uh, couldn't do that because that those those are those song, are yeah. treasures the violent femmes are treasures to milwaukee so i just uh i couldn't do them dirty like that yeah are they from milwaukee yeah. Yep. Okay. Shocking. I was gonna say cool. the vibe of Blister in the Sun and Santeria is not the vibe I had in my head when I pictured Milwaukee. <laughs> but if they're yeah, from like, what are they like, what are they like Miller Light? Yeah. Is that Milwaukee? <laughs> I mean, there's some beer. Yeah. I'm not sure which yeah. one, but we got Line and Kugels too. I think. Ooh. Oh, okay. Line and Kugels are not right. bad. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get into honorable mentions, lightning round style. So uh, my honorable mention is uh, a Beatles song. Um, I hate this song. I, I think the Beatles have some trash songs, and I think this is their worst. I agree. Uh, wow. As much as I like the Beatles, they do have some really fucking bad songs. And Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds is, I think, their worst. I never want to hear that song again. Ooh. Terrible song. Terrible song. Terrible wow. song. Terrible song. Terrible, Terrible song. song. Wow, I, I agree. I agree. Oh my god! Actually, okay. it's not their worst song, but Lucy, and just, it's not their worst. But I picked it because I don't hear people 
playing why don't we do it in the worst but it's one of the but it's the song that you most not most don't want to hear yes it has the highest chance of him hearing it that's why wow so that so which are the worst ones which are the ones that are worse than this i gotta know why don't we do it in the road Heartless oh, injury. that's a good song. I'd rather I would song. rather See, listen to Revolution Number Nine gone, than Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. All credibility gone. I, I, what credibility, Alan? What credibility? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alan, you sound like a. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Uh, that's all I got for now. Oh, dude, that's all. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I know because for real, the Beatles had a lot of garbage songs. Yeah, they that's, do not a not up for debate yeah all right so aaron what's your honorable mention uh my honorable mention is pumped up kicks by foster the people uh for some reason the guy that i work with thinks this is like (laughs) this is like the song he wants to listen to every day we have full control (laughs) over the radio and uh, it comes on every day, and I like to remind him, you know, of the the song's content. And it, it's it's a good little song. I like the song, but literally, like, I'll put on <clears throat> anything that's good to like get the vibe. He's like, "Bro, you're totally killing the vibe." I'm taking over, and I'm like, "Okay." And then fucking, he puts on pumped up kicks, and I'm like, "What the fuck do you mean I'm killing the vibe, dude? Like this big, this is so stupid." So <laughs> I I don't ever want to hear that fucking song again. He loves that song way too much. He's like almost fifty. Can't do it. <laughs> Can't deal with it. Uh, pumped up kicks. Foster the people. Can't stand it. Yeah. You got to put that Persona 5 soundtrack back on. <laughs> I, I tried. I tried, bro. He likes that way more. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. All right, Alan, what's your honorable mention? Um, I mean, my honorable mention is all of the other awful Beatles covers out there. I've already kind of mentioned them. Um, I can give you some more if you want, but I hit. I, you got the heavy hitters, so. All right, fair enough. I'm trying to think of Beatles covers. Elmer Fudd does one. I mean, <laughs> like everybody's covered the fucking. <laughs> I, I would like that. <laughs> you would not. You would not like that. I will guarantee right. that. You only no, know what's best for me, dude. It's, not, <laughs> even, it's not even a good Beatles song that he's covering. So I mean. It's, is it Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds? Is it Lucy? <laughs> it's, it's the Fool on the Hill. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds is solid. Oh, the Fool it's on the Hill is much I'm, better than the Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Uh, All right, Bloodbath, what's your honorable mention? Uh, Don't Stop Leaving by Journey. Um, oh, Bloodbath's just going to run down the jukebox greatest hits right now. Yeah, love that song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't know what you're talking uh, about. Love it. Sweet Home Alabama by uh, Leonard Skinner. Love um, it. <laughs> all great songs. I mean, both great songs. Yeah, I mean, like, again, just like heard to death. Don't Stop Leaving is actually like a good song, but like can't listen to it ever again. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> listen to yeah. it regularly. Um. <laughs> A lot of the later, a lot of the like later Black Keys songs, um, when they got real, like what do you Gold on the Ceiling. Later, like there Gold it on is. The ceiling. Um, Here's the bloodbath we expected. There's, <laughs> there's bubble bath, dude. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there you go. All right, Keith, what's your honorable mention? Uh, well, I actually have a few that I I originally had on the list. But I just don't really 
uh, I don't know. So killing in the name of uh, or killing in the name by Rage Against the Machine. Really over that song. One out of left field, which again, this is it's a good song. Good band. Uh, Hunger Strike by Temple of the Dog. Really tired of hearing that song. Mm hmm. And since you, you both can go to hell, so. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, since I'm pretty much uh, ending it here, I'm going to go as far. And I think uh, at least Dave knows this about me. And I'm going to go as far as and say that anything my, made by the Beatles is completely just inconsequential and should have never existed <laughs> in the first place. So congratulations. <laughs> you just I, made I a I best like friend in Aaron. Yeah, Ooh. I like how we're all friends now. And <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I, I, I mean, I had no respect for any of your opinions to begin with. So, I, like, I yeah. See, so you sound like somebody who likes the Beatles. Yeah, you sound like somebody who likes just the most generic music ever created. Like, Damn, keep like mad. everybody, like keep everybody else in the world except for you guys. <laughs> I'm sure we're all wrong. Going for the throat at the end of the episode. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, savagery. Love it, Keith. The, the Beatles, the Beatles, the white picket fence of the music industry. <laughs> Yikes! Gotta be, gotta, gotta be rough, well, Alan. Alan, start wrong, listening to Kanye, bro. White you can be fence. cool again. No. Yeah, dude. yeah, no, Kanye is real cool, man. Yeah, bro. Start listening, to him, bro. You ain't never gotta defend Kanye's, anything. Kanye is great, <laughs> man. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Man, I'm kind of surprised we didn't have any Kanye yeah. come up. But we might stop not. We might have some come up in our listener responses, which we're going to get into now. And I'll get us started with our listener responses with uh, Ryan from List Off Podcast via Patreon. Uh, number three from Ryan, My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion, the song from Titanic. I love that song, Ryan. You have hurt me deeply. Um, number two, Sail Away by Enya. And number one, Any Macy Gray Song. Um it's recently come to my attention that Macy Gray is a piece of shit. So a terrible human being. That. Yeah. What, what what did Macy Gray do? She's oh, a yeah. she's a turf. I tried I to say it by. Oh, a you what? mean like? Yeah, go ahead. Like J.K. A Rowling, what? she thinks that trans oh. women are not real women. Oh, I believe yikes. that seems real, Macy Gray. <laughs> that's very that that's a very Macy Gray move uh, by yeah. her. Uh, next up, we have Chris N. Uh, also via our Patreon, number three, All I Want for Christmas is You, Mariah Carey. I don't get that. The song's great. Uh, two, Butterfly by Crazy Town. Number one, <laughs> Crazy Bitch by Buck Cherry, which is objectively terrible. I agree with you there. And honorable mention, pretty much any kid rock song. Yeah, you're Speaking right. Speaking of pieces of shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, you're right about that. I could never listen to kid rock again and I'd be happy. Yeah, I, I grew out of that. I was going to say a big moment where I lost respect for the pe the good people of uh, the Ohio Valley area, um, the Ohio River Valley area, was when Crazy Bitch came out and everyone was like, I identify with this song. And I was like, oh, no. We're going to get really short sleeve T-shirts and a lot of upper arm tattoos and we're <laughs> going to attack. <laughs> Jake, via Patreon is here giving us his top three, not my top three. <laughs> uh, his, his number three is, uh, we're going to go with, uh, yeah, I guess uh, all I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey, as well. Number two, Wonderwall, and number one, Who Let the Dogs Out, which, Jake, are both objectively good songs. Um, <laughs> I don't know I, what you're talking I about here. Wonderwall. I'm a little bit confused. 
What? How do you hate what? Alan, I don't yeah. I don't know how you can say that Who Let the Dogs Out is an objectively good right. song. Thank you. <laughs> Who Let the Dogs but, Out is a lot of fun. All right. I mean, do you guys not like to have fun with your music? Like, are you a I, woman? Are you looking for are you looking for the meaning <laughs> no, of, he's, the meaning he, of he's life? He's a Browns music? fan, dude. That's what he's saying. I'm gonna tell you this right now. Baja <laughs> Men, objectively great band name. <laughs> okay. Right. Exactly. Step one, objectively great band name. Step two, objectively great song and who let the dogs out. That's just that's just the Cleveland in him, dude. Everybody ignore him, man. If you order uh, 12 packs of Mountain Dew Baja Blast, does that make you a Baja man? That is correct. That is, that is absolutely right. Keith. I think they spelled it different, though. They did not. They did. They yeah, totally they they spelled did. it B-A-H-A. Yeah, yeah, um, it wasn't a real no, word. Never mind. For the never mind. I'm, they spelled I, I, it for I'm the out. Americans. Yeah. <laughs> they spelled it terrible, that way for terrible, us. <laughs> terrible band name. Uh, <laughs> because they know they know if uh, we tried to pronounce it, they'd be Baja. The Baja. The Baja man. Man. I fucking <laughs> love the Baja. The Baja man. Man? <laughs> They're great. All right. Next up, we have Eric from the Unlockables podcast. Via Patreon. That's right, son. Give me your money. <laughs> <laughs> number three, Mamu number five. He didn't write who it was, but it's Lou Bega, sir. <laughs> number two, Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke. And number one, Can't Stop the Feeling by Justin Tim Burlake. <laughs> real quick story about Mambo number five, real quick. My advisor in college always had the Lou Bega album playing in her office every single time I went in there all four years. And she had a framed picture of Lou Bega in her office. Wow. She sounds great. Did you ever, yeah. did you ever ask her about it? No. Yeah, I did didn't. you ever ask her on a date? I, there has I don't, to be a I wasn't, story there. Yeah, there has to be, but I don't I wasn't like I wasn't mature enough to handle whatever answer was coming. <laughs> you should find her, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean Let's let's get her on Facebook. I just I when just got a job. Facebook, right? I just got a job as an advisor at the same university. So maybe she's still there. I have to go see. Look her up, bro. Yeah, yeah you have to. <laughs> so Jill from the Patreon, uh, her number three is Cotton Eye Joe, which is by the Rednecks. By the way, <laughs> spelled with an X. <laughs> the Rednecks. <Right? laughs> Great song. Uh, number two uh, is Disturbed's cover of The Sound of Silence and number one I 100% agree You're Beautiful and that is by James Blunt that song is awful yes great Weird Al version of that song the Weird Al version rocks love it I don't know if that's a song it's called You're Pitiful and it's great (laughs) (laughs) Uh, next up, we have Chris from Retro Hangover Podcast via Patreon. Number three, The Memory Remains by Metallica. I don't like that song either. Uh, number two, 1979 by Smashing Pumpkins. That one hurts me inside a little bit. Me too. Number one, Butter by BTS. And fuck that song. Especially as someone who was living in Korea when that song came out. Fuck that song. <laughs> I have no idea what that song is. Yeah, I mean, either objectively great songs. Chris described it as that song that plays in every YouTube ad, and he's right. I'm oh. about it. Uh, next up, we have Rat Boy 
Uh, number three is Welcome to the Jungle. I get that. Number two is Imagine by I, I don't even know what that band is for real, for real. And number one is Say Hey by Michael Franti. I don't I don't know what that is, but I love Rat, so he gets second place. Uh, next up is Craig, whose number three is Don't Stop Believing, which is terrible. And number two is Any Way You Want It, which is also terrible. <laughs> Craig, why don't you like Journey? I don't understand. <laughs> number one is Bad Day, Daniel Powder. I don't know what that song is. And his honorable mention is the song they sing in Nationwide Insurance Commercial. And I agree with you, Craig. I think we all agree with you on that. So, Alan, that song is that one that's like, so you had a bad day. So, anyways, I'm going to put that song at the end of the episode. Dave's dad took us to a game in Baltimore to see the Orioles and Yankees. The Yankees won won in extra innings, and I was so sad because it's the only time I've ever been to Camden Yards. And as we were walking out, they played that song over the loudspeaker. And I was just like, man, I fucking hate baseball. Uh, dude, the Orioles are such a joke for it, <laughs> bro. No, I'm the joke for carrying. I'm the joke. Nationwide is on your side. Yeah, at least we, at least we, uh, the Orioles aren't the uh, nationwide theme song. All right, guys. <laughs> but, but seriously, Craig, Journey, you should listen to them. They're good. I have a feeling Craig has listened to them. I don't know do. that he has. <laughs> Craig's answer, answers are always facetious, so I feel <laughs> yeah. like he maybe hasn't listened to Jerry. H- had a lot of good Kirby chances here. Did not fucking go through with it. Mm, I'm going to say Craig is the loser. That's because the Kirby music is awesome, and you do want to hear that again. That's This is yeah. fair. Uh, I bet there are some Kirby artists out there he could have looked up. I'm just saying he's being lazy. That's Alan, it. did, did yeah. Kirby Puckett ever sing a, a blues rock song? I'm looking it up right now. Hang on, guys. Hang on. (laughs) There's six. We would be so lucky. Chad. Number three, Sweet Caroline. Number two, Friends in Low Places. And number one, Don't Stop Believing. Uh, Sweet Caroline, uh, that is Neil Diamond, right? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Friends in Low Places is Garth Brooks, and Don't Stop Leaving is Journey. Gotta include the, the band names, Chad. Good job, uh, Seth. So mark against you. Sweet Sweet Caroline's another one that uh, it's because of sports stadiums singing that song. I hate it, and I never want to hear it again. And it's that fucking thing. It's not the song itself. It's people <laughs> it's adding that yelling. into the song. Yeah, I hate it. I, I was like going to say I like that song, but then I remembered the people all only doing that part. I also hate it. <laughs> well, you bastard. <laughs> Keith, you're up with Brittany. So, I, so is it? Do you, so? I've been looking at this name. Is it Brittany? Because there's an A in there. <laughs> Brittany. Yes, of course it's Brittany. Pronounce <laughs> it Brittany. 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 Do it. So, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Brittany. Number three, everything I own by bread. Uh, <laughs> number two, brandy and in parentheses, you're a fine girl by looking glass. And number one is lowrider by war. I don't know what any of these songs are except for number one. And I disagree. I don't know what any of those songs song. are. 
I know. Brandy's I know like a two. 70s pop song. Next up, we have Jeff, formerly Jerf. Uh, did you guys know that? It's Jeff. It's not Jerf. Uh, but Jeff says, number three, I like Jerf. Island in the Sun by Weezer. Number two, Pearl Jam's cover of Last Kiss. And number one, Island in the Sun by Weezer. And Jeff also said, fuck you, I'm unsubscribing for making me think of Island in the Sun by Weezer. <laughs> I think <laughs> Jerf kind of sounds like an asshole. I mean, <laughs> you know? Nah. I like Jerf. Yeah, funny dude. <laughs> Uh, next up, we have Sarah Boosh, number three, Anything by Journey. Uh, her and Craig will get along. Uh, number two, Weezer's cover of Africa. Okay. Fair enough. And, and number one is How Bizarre by OMC. Song I like, but uh, I saw that on a couple lists when I was doing research. So I dig. Weezer's cover of Africa fucking sucks. I hate that. Yeah. I don't think I've heard it. Is, is it new? So. It, no, it's like it's they not put new out anymore. A, they put an album out in like 2018 or something. I like yeah. Weezer, so I'm like kind of inclined to believe I would like it. But if you say if you say it's lame, then they put out four albums this year. Four? They put out a lot of what? Now. Yeah, they put out four out because they put one out for they every season of the year. <laughs> that Pinkerton money running out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing you've ever said, Aaron. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know that album. Thank you. <laughs> I just I just want to say that if you like the song How Bizarre by OMC, go look up the album cover and you won't like the song anymore. I hate that guy's <laughs> face. Who's I'm OMC? Looking. <laughs> if we're trying, if we're deciding a winner of these lists, are we decide like, is it the worst list on here, or is it the list that like actually has good songs on it? It's usually just the one that makes us laugh the most. But correct, oh, okay, correct. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked up that album cover. He's got a horrible <laughs> face, a very punchable <laughs> face, terrible face. Uh, next up next up is Tyler uh, whose number three is Tom Steiner uh, <laughs> num- I'm sorry number two is, that's okay <laughs> number two is Old Town Road and number one is Photograph he hates Tom's Diner because it's like a viral thing now for like this dude like covered it and he's just been like viral doing a video of that cover Tom's Diner is a good song. I like that song a lot. Who who sings Old Town Road? Uh, Kid Cudi. He's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, no, I don't know. I know this. I trust uh, him. I like that song. Um, Wasn't that I, Garth Brooks and uh, what's his name? Lil Nas X. Yeah, Lil Nas, uh, Lil Nas X. Yeah. X. That's right. That was it on. Lil Nas X? Yeah. 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 Was With Billy Ray, Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus, Garth Brooks, same fucking thing. Yeah. No, um, I, and I no, can only I assume that, that no. by photograph he means uh, <laughs> definitely not the Nickelback song. He means the Weezer song called "Photograph." Uh, that's that's what I thought too. Was the Weezer song? He's for sure talking there about the Nickelback no song. Way but I refuse to admit it. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. He's absolutely like, talking about yeah. the Nickelback song. I'm looking at these things There's and what no I realize way. is Tyler hates memes. That's what it is. Yeah, huh. yeah, yeah. yeah I can sense. see that. All right, next up we have Hua, and her all of her picks, three to one, are any three metal songs that Dave <laughs> listens to in the car. So I'm this is what I was just laughing about, because 
<laughs> she's probably so sick of bodies. <laughs> yeah. We actually, I imagine they're all deaf. I imagine they're all deaf heaven songs. We, Juan, I actually saw Deaf Heaven in concert, and despite what she says, she had a good time. I saw her. <laughs> despite what she says, <laughs> she won't admit it publicly, but she had a good time. Um, what did she say when you asked her? Get, bring her where is she at? Bring her now. Her response. Yeah, bring her in, Dave. Come on. I don't know where she's at. She's around the house somewhere. Um, <laughs> not listening to metal. And uh, Keith, you joke about it being bodies, but that did come up on the shuffle, like maybe three or four days ago. So that guaranteed played into her answer. <laughs> That's a maybe, funny. uh, maybe, um, fucking Mastodon is on there too. Yeah, probably. You know, it totally makes sense that you would fucking listen to deaf heaven. I, I totally <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't little, know what little, that means. Uh, Keith. Little, little, uh, death clock. You know what I mean? <laughs> you just gave me an idea for the next car ride we take together. You're welcome. I love you. <laughs> Uh, All right, so Arrington here. A- a- did I say that right? Arrington? A- yeah. Like Harrington without the H. Yes. Why am I fucking with your listeners' names? <laughs> 100% right. Yeah, they prefer you just say it wrong and not go back and try to fix it. <laughs> uh, number three, Fergalicious by Fergie. Number two, Baby... Well, I don't think this is in the name of the song. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Fucking Shark. Uh, which I don't know who's by. I actually just found out what that song is like last it's, week. It's by Pink Fong. Baby Shark is on. Tour, <laughs> yeah, man. It's another Journey song. <laughs> <laughs> and then number one, Let It Go, uh, Frozen. This person, I'm guessing, doesn't have, well, this has, person a, has a young daughter. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after teaching elementary school for a couple of years, I got real fucking sick of Baby Shark also. Oh, dude, I listen to it 10 times a day, man. I'm sure you like, do. Buddy. <laughs> Didn't make the list. He likes that song. <laughs> <laughs> baby Shark. Do, 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 do. Baby. And I'm going to round <laughs> thank us you, out. Thank you. Thank you for cutting that, Dave. Thank you. With <laughs> Julie, a.k.a. Aaron's mom. Number three, yeah. Hotel California. Number Hell two, yeah, Julie. Love Shack. <laughs> Correct. That song is horrible. I'd never want to hear it again. And number one, Money for Nothing by Dire Straits. That song rules, though. I don't know what you mean. I'm, I'm going to say this now, and I'm going to make it very quick. It was the very first thing that popped out of her mouth. No hesitation when I told her what we were doing. And then my stepfather, Jim, also almost at the exact same time said Money for Nothing by Dire Straits. And I was like, you really, you hate that song? She's like, it's the worst song I ever made. I hate that shit. And I'm like, what? that is so random. There's got to be a story there for both of them yeah, to jump dude, on it, it like that. You know, and I had like fucking vodka to drink, dog. So I had dip set, so I didn't figure it out. But like, I was like, that is such a weird, weird answer. I, I love have, you, mom. Thank you for listening to us. I have a theory though, Aaron. Okay, all right. Is it possible? I don't want to hear it. I do not want to hear it. and Jim at some point in their relationship brought in a third. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yes. And it didn't end well. Hold on. It didn't end well. Jim ended up rage killing the extra person. And while they were disposing of the body, money for nothing by dire straight display in the car. And it's just an association she has now. 
I think it's just because she was 22 and that song is a combination of an 80s and 90s song and the 80s were dying and so was her youth. And I think that's why she hates it. But I think yours is like the second best chance. I think it's probable that on the drive home from the hospital when they're bringing baby Aaron home and just (laughs) thinking about where they went wrong, it was on the it was on the radio. Yeah. 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 Let's just be fair. I re-listened to I, I re I re-listened to that song like an hour before we recorded. It's not that great of a song. I don't know why I made such a big deal of it. I'm like, I was listening to it, I was like, nah, the song is just fine. <laughs> By the way, the winner is Hua, right? Like everybody yeah, it's agrees. Gotta be, yeah. Hua's the winner. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, oh yeah, she, Dave sucks, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, dude, agreed, agreed, agreed. Good shit, Hua. That was uh that was like no hesitation from her party there. She was like, I could think of a list, but also just pick anything that you like. Yeah, she's trying <laughs> to do something and you're like bothering her and she's like, nah, whatever you listen to, metal, get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Dave Dave's married. <laughs> so thank you everybody for writing in. We appreciate your lists. And if you're listening and you didn't write in this time, you can write in next time by paying attention to our social media pages. Um, or by joining our Discord server where the call for listener top threes uh, goes out a couple days before recording each time. Uh, So check down in the show notes. There's links to all of those things, Instagram page, Facebook page, Twitter page, and Discord links. So thank you, everybody uh, who wrote in. We love you very much, Um, especially Hua. Uh, Thank you for that. And... (laughs) 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 <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Keith, for joining us today. This is a good Thanks time. Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah. Thank you. Good, good having you, Keith. Yeah, dude. Thanks for coming, man. And uh, another um, shout out for the Main Quest podcast. Uh, you can find it wherever you get your podcasts, or you can check down in the show notes uh, for a link to everything that Keith has going on at Main Quest. If you like video games, uh, especially retro games, could not give a higher recommendation for Main Quest. So. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye, see you. everybody. Because you had a bad day. You take it one down. You sing a sad song just to